Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 312 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, dude? Well, it's cold. (laughs) It's freezing here, but you know, in California terms, it's like 52 yeah, I, that's about right, dude. Yeah, but I mean, to us, because we're not really used to cold, cold weather, like, to us, that's freezing. Right, right. So I'm bundled up, sweatshirt, pajama pants, chilling, ready to talk wrestling figures, ready to talk maybe a little bit of wrestling, a few releases today, a major injury. Well, luckily, it could have been a more major injury, but thankfully, Phoenix, not a broken arm, dislocated elbow. I'm glad to hear that it's not as severe as it looked because I still can't watch it. I watched it one time and will not watch it again. It was pretty gruesome. If you haven't seen it, I don't suggest watching it. Just be thankful that Phoenix is going to be okay. It looks like a dislocated elbow. And uh, WWE released William Regal. They released Road Dog. They released Samoa Joe. The trend continues. A crap ton of releases on WWE side. And the William Regal one... Man, to me, that's up there with the Bray Wyatt release. I'm sorry, but as a longtime fan of NXT, for as much as Regal did for that division, wow, I I can't believe he's gone. He's going to end up somewhere. He's going to be just fine. Like, of course, Road Dogg will. Samoa Joe, too. But man, that, that Regal release really shocked me. Really shocked me. After the releases, WrestleMania Night 1 is going to be a Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Iron Man match for four hours. <laughs> four hour Iron Man match, right. <laughs> and then night two is going to be Sasha, Charlotte, and Bianca in a four hour Iron Woman WrestleMania match. Night two. Well, yeah, because at this pace, like, who's going to be left? Nobody. I mean, at this point, you're calling up Braun Breaker to show up at WrestleMania, right? Actually, the prediction of WrestleMania 40 Braun Breaker main event, he may be up before then. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about main event this year or even main event next year, but man, that kid's got it. I mean, on to happier things, new NXT champion, Braun Breaker, Rick Steiner's kid. Great to see Rick Steiner back on WWE television, albeit after the camera stopped rolling, but still, it's good to see that that bridge being built back up, right, with the Steiners and WWE, because selfishly, as a, as a wrestling figure collector, I want Steiner figures, damn it, and not just Braun Breaker. Well, just because Rick's son is there doesn't mean that they're going to sign Legends deals. And when I say they, the Steiner brothers are going to sign Legends deals. It's just, it's not a given. No, definitely not a given. But it looks like that bridge is being built. And for us as figure collectors, that's definitely a good sign. Scott, by the way, did you subscribe to Taco Bell's new subscription service? (laughs) I'm afraid my name has become synonymous with Taco Bell. I'm sure it's because of my Twitter handle, which, by the way, I'm never on Twitter. But my Twitter handle is at feedme underscore Taco Bell. 
So I guess I've become synonymous with Taco Bell because ever since they announced it, which ever since they announced it would have been this morning, I've gotten a slew of messages. Hey, did you see the Taco Bell thing? <laughs> There's a subscription service to Taco Bell now. Have you checked it out? It's so funny. Sheena hit me up. Uh, a couple other friends on Facebook. It's just funny. But yes, I saw it. I just don't. Ugh, man, 10 bucks. That's nothing, right? Like if I still had WWE Network for 10 bucks a month, I might actually consider making the trade. Like I'll, I'll probably use the Taco Bell app more than I use the WWE app. So maybe I just cancel one and subscribe to the other, but I'll, I'll definitely look into it more. It looks like free tacos every day, one free taco every day, and it's participating locations or something like that. Not everybody's involved. Anyway, it's probably something I'll get for my birthday month and go crazy. Get a free taco every day for the month of February. Every day for the month of February, a taco. Will Scott subscribe to Taco Bell's subscription service? Find out next week. <laughs> it's almost like that uh, movie Supersize Me. Oh. Where he eats McDonald's every day. Like, that'll be me at Taco Bell. But that dude did every meal. Oh, I would probably just do like lunch or dinner. Ugh. Yeah, I don't, honestly, at almost 50, I don't know that my colon could handle Taco Bell three times a day for an entire month. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> if you want to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. By the way, whoever's running whatamaneuver.net's Twitter account, I applaud you. Shots fired. Dude, they are hilarious. So <laughs> yeah. Shots I, fired. I need to hire them to run the fully posable Twitter account. It's strong. It, it, you know, it reminds me of Wendy's because Wendy's has a strong Twitter game. Yep. Yeah, whatamaneuver.net, well played, guys, well played. But you can head on over to those sites to get any of our shirts. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our podcasts on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate review on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to Fully Posable, WFP, at Gmail dot com speaking of twitter you guys need to be following our twitter this week we have for next week's show we'll be announcing the winner of the diet soda zodiac giveaway what is diet soda zodiac giveaway that is from soda hunter well diet soda hunter or keto soda hunter or (laughs) keto hunter you look great soda keep it up dude but he's going to be giving away a zodiac figure so pay attention to our twitter i will be posting that this week so pay attention follow the rules you know what to do same song and dance every single time you guys know what to do scott have you picked up anything lately uh let's see toy wise no but i do have an evil lynn in my amazon cart Uh, i just haven't pulled the trigger on her yet um all right fine i've already opened the can of worms you went to Target and told me that they had Masters of the Universe figures, the Revelations line, for $17.99 or $17.49, something like that. And I'm like, oh, man, that's almost $5 off a figure. That's pretty good. I really want Beast Man and Man-at-Arms and Evil Lynn and Tila. All right, if you see him, pick him up. And sure enough, you texted me back and you're like, dude, they've got them. I've picked them up. So the slippery slope started. <laughs> but <laughs> you son of a, I told you to make me stop. And you're like, they're on sale. 
You're like that devil on my shoulder whispering in my ear. They were $7 off. <sighs> so, I now have Tila, Beast Man, and Man at Arms added to my Revelations collection <laughs> that included He-Man and Skeletor from the previous week. And rounding out the collection, by that, Jeff, I mean no more Revelations figures. Rounding off or rounding out the collection is going to be Evil Lynn here this week. And that's it. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to be heading over to bbts.com and picking up the Sergeant Slaughter Valiverse figure. Oh, you're going to do it, huh? Oh, I'm absolutely going to do it. It's an amazing looking figure. It is. I'm um, going to add that one. And the uh, Paul Stanley and Peter Chris AXN figures to round out the collection. Because uh, Tim, the uh, out of chair shot on Twitter the host of the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. He hooked me up with the Ace Freely a few weeks ago. I already had Gene Simmons, so that'll complete the Kiss collection, and that's pretty much the extent of my toy spotting. Okay, so let's go back to the Revelation figures on Saturday. You're a horrible influence, I might add. So I'm standing in front of the Revelation figures. Celeste talks me out of it, and already I have FOMO. Like, I'm like, yes, I want these. I do. But Celeste said, do you really need to start another collection? And I'm like, she's right. I shouldn't. And I walked away from them. So Celeste and I completed our shopping at Target. As we were leaving, I texted you and I said, hey, dude, check your Target because Target has revelation figures for 17. It was like 1719 or 1714. You texted me back something like who did they have or something like that and i was like well they had you know they had the usual people and you're like okay i'm looking for these people and one of them was like uh, tila evelyn beast man and man at arms right and so we're leaving and i was like oh i know for sure they had beast man and man at arms um i didn't see tila or evelyn so i knew that sale was ending on saturday on january 1st so we get home I get into the kitchen and I go, you know what? I should go back and pick up those figures for Scott. And Celeste goes, are you going to drive back to Target? And I said, yes. So I texted Scott back and I said, I'm driving back to Target to get you the figures. I got no response from Scott. So can I tell you what was going on? Is it a PG version? Oh, it's a rated G version. I was outside taking down the Christmas decorations. Oh, and okay. I had my I had my music going, but I didn't hear my text message alert coming through. Ah, okay. And so I just happened to pick up my phone, and I saw that you had texted me, and I'm like, oh, crap. So I totally missed all of that. So anyways, I drive back across the island. Beastman's still there. Man-at-Arms is there. I happened to walk by an end cap, and I saw some G.I. Joes. And I was like, ooh, G.I. Joes. And I happened to look up behind the G.I. Joes, and there was a Tila sitting there. Ah, somebody was hiding her. I guess so. So that's how I found Tila. Nice. I texted you a picture of all three figures, and I get an eggplant emoji. Two of them. (laughs) I get two eggplant emojis. So Scott was taking down the Christmas decorations while drunk. (laughs) No, excited about figures, dude. Oh, okay. So Drunk was New Year's Eve. So I do have a care package for you over here filled with four figures because I accidentally gave you the wrong figure on Christmas Day. Well, it was a happy accident, as Bob Ross would say. Scott and I were talking one time after the show and he said, oh, by the way, you have an extra Ric Flair. And I said, yeah. But in my head, I heard 
Ultimate Edition Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Christmas Eve rolls around. I see Scott and the family and I hand Scott the figure. I was like, you already know what it is inside this bag. And Scott opens it up and he's got this confused look. And I was like, do you like it? And you're like, that's great, dude. But I thought we were talking about Ric Flair. I was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> so Scott, and with that, Jeff ruined Christmas. <laughs> Jeff ruined Christmas with an Ultimate Edition Stone Cold Steve Austin figure. <laughs> it's actually Stone Cold's fault. Sorry, Steve, if you're listening. So you, you actually have a Ric Flair coming to you as well. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, that's awesome. You went and picked up those Revelations figures too, man. Because out here, it was literally He-Man, Skeletor. Uh, they had Faker. And they had a bunch of battle cats. And that's it. That's all that they had. So your selection was way better. And some of the figures you found, like the Man-at-Arms, I think on Amazon is 37 bucks. Beast Man is 30 or 28, something like that. But Evil in his regular price. So I'm going to pick her up this week. And like I said, BBTS for the two Kiss AXN figures and that Sergeant Slaughter. I was really hoping they would have the Royal Rumble figures because I know a lot of people that are on the hunt for those, but they were wiped clean. By the way, we still have AEW Unrivaled Series 3 with Riho, oh. Matt Jackson. Oh, man. Yeah, it's bad, dude. It's bad. <laughs> still warming the pegs there, huh? <laughs> it's bad, dude. But watch, those figures will get clearanced out, and then in about two years, that that series will be worth like 400 bucks. Yeah, the Riho alone is going to be like 350 Yeah, exactly. It's like the Target Tito. You can find it everywhere. <laughs> but then during COVID, for some reason, he's up to 65 bucks. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I know. I know the figure is like, what? It was like six, seven years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it sat around for like three. Right, right. But for some reason, during COVID, it had to hit the 60 to 65. Oh, Scott's going to sneeze. Oh, he sneezed. Excuse me. Oh, he sneezed. Oh, excuse me. Your soul came out in that one, dude. I'm still battling it, dude. It sucks. Well, bless you. Thank you. I might have thrown my back out a little bit, too. <laughs> Scott, we've got a little bit of news. Where do you say we jump into it? Let's go talk about it. Oh, you gonna learn today. Scott, we always like to play the game of, is it actually true? And we'll find out if this is actually true. This comes in from Pain dot maker dot creations on instagram but he says elite 94 leaked edge british bulldog stephanie mcmahon msk and one of the retribution guys one of the revelations guys teabag uh it could be teabag okay or is it gooch or it could be taint oh yeah Taint was a monster. So anyways, that's rumored. We always like to play the game of if it's true. So we'll see if it's true. Scott, moving along, a little wrestling figure news. Jeremy Padauer has a new role at Jazzwares. He is going to be chief brand officer. So he will be the CBO. All right. Congratulations, Jeremy. Moving on up. Uh, now let's move over to Cella Toys. I'll start off with their retro figures. Greg Valentine, he'll be in his rhythm and blues look. He will have a guitar. A little symbol on the guitar is a hammer. Pretty cool. So they'll be giving us the Greg the Hammer Valentine rhythm and blues look. Yes. What do they call it though? Rock and roll because they can't use rhythm and blues. It's something like that. It'd be funny if they called it blues and rhythm. Even better. That would be fantastic. But I mean, look. 
they're they're hitting those spots in your collections where you're missing certain names, right? Like we were supposed to get that Valentine at some point from Rhythm and Blues. Hasbro didn't give it to us, but here's Cello. They're like, you guys want it? Boom, here it is. Giving us retro style figures. They're going to be having their six inch line coming out. And then the bone crushing, which I'm going to get to here in a second. They're really hitting everybody's nostalgia feels. Yeah, and that's the key. Well, we've been talking about that for a few years now, how nostalgia is really driving the market. And we saw it when COVID hit. You know, everybody got nostalgic for the old things that made them happy, and boom, all of the prices of our loved possessions started going up. And now, Chella's really leaning into that and giving us all those things that made us happy when you were when we were younger: retro figures, bone crushing figures, or bone crunching figures. So, yeah, kudos to them, man. They're they're really really giving the fans what they want, and that's that nostalgia feel. Yeah. So kudos to them. But we did mention bone crushing figures. They made their next announcement. Are you ready for this, Scott? Oh, I'm very ready. All right. You sitting down for this? I'm always sitting down for this. Literally 312 episodes sitting down for this. This guy never won a match and he's getting a figure. At least hmm. in WWF, he never won a match. It is. Brockus. Uh, I, th- I think he won some house show matches. Oh, he did? Okay. It is Dwayne Gill, <laughs> also known as Gilberg, will be getting a bone-crushing <laughs> figure. He'll be in the Gilberg look. Uh, mouth open, tongue sticking out. Man, that was not in our predictions last week. <laughs> okay, whoever had a Gilberg figure on their 2022 board, congratulations to you, sir or ma'am, for nailing it. And look, it, it's hilarious, right? Dwayne Gill, glorified jobber or whatever. It just, I guess it speaks volumes about the machine that the WWF Attitude Era was to be able to take a guy like Dwayne Gill, make this ridiculous knockoff character called Gilberg to where that's what he's known for today still. And now he's getting a figure. He's not known for being the job guy in the 90s as Dwayne Gill. He's known as the joke guy to make fun of Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Just hilarious, and now he's getting, as you said, his first ever figure. I think it's great. The figure looks fantastic, by the way. I, the, the face on it is just, it's perfect. He always had that goofy expression, and ugh. Way to go, Chella. You guys nailed it on that one. Also, sticking with Chella Toys, per Chella Toys' Twitter page, somebody asked Chella, Chella Toys, can you guys share, or has it been said, what the package will look like for the Bone Crushers? When will they be available for pre-order? Thanks. Cello responded and said, Adam Bomb and Blue Mini pre-orders start January 22nd. Packaging images coming shortly. Nice. And they did show the images of Adam Bomb and Blue Mini. They nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. They already look better than the original bone crunching from Jax. Of course, you know, big difference between 1996 and 2022. But still, absolutely incredible job by Cella. I like the look of them. They're going to be a pass for me, though, because, again, budget only goes so far. Bone crunchers, to me, were not what I grew up with. So it doesn't hold that sentimental value to me that it does for a lot of other people that listen to the show. And both Jeff and I get it. That nostalgia, man, we, you know, whatever makes you happy, go do it. But they're knocking it out of the park for the people that are going to invest in those bone crushers. And I really, really like the look of them. Again, if I had unlimited funds, these things would be coming home. 
But great job on the two that I've seen so far. And the rendering or the, the picture of the drawing of Gilberg looks absolutely fantastic. And by the way, just a little quick little blurb. Blue Mini did talk to Cella and they're going to change the coloring of the shirt. Uh, someone pointed out that the coloring of the shirt, which I believe is purple and blue or something like that. Somebody pointed out that it was the wrong coloring. Blue Mini had reached out to Cella Toys and they're going to correct that. Nice. There you go. Listening to the talent. Absolutely. By the way, Scott, what you got for the Aquanet Minute? Let me guess. Let me guess. It's Eskimo Cowboys Pump It. <sighs> okay. Are you calling that hair metal, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> have you seen the video? No, of course not. What? No. Dude, it's like the greatest band of the past two years. Okay. <laughs> would, would you like to just keep gushing about whatever that band name is that you said? It's, it's Eskimo Callboy. Their new song is called Pump It. <laughs> <laughs> you embarrass me so much. I always do. <laughs> you and mom and dad always have that same conversation. Boy, that one embarrasses all of us. I am the sheep of the family, dude. Are we ready to get to the Aquanet Minute for this week? Oh, that was... Okay, what's, what is it? I promised a big hitter. Okay. And I'm going to deliver with a big hitter. And I almost feel bad because it's like the low-hanging fruit that like anybody that gets into the hair metal era, or even if they want to just sample it, if you put a mix on of hair metal, this band is going to be played within the first three to five songs guaranteed. So I always feel guilty when I pick these bands like... Anybody can go pick them. But this was such, I, I, I guess high spot would be the best word for it. It's such a high spot of the hair metal era that I have to throw it in. Guns N' Roses. Yeah, it oh. is. It's, it's Appetite for Destruction from Guns N' Roses. And I hate to pick those kind of bands or those kind of albums because duh, right? I'm not giving the listeners like a, a little nugget like with Vane, right? or with like Bullet Boys, or even Slaughter to an extent, because they weren't super mainstream. But you give them Guns N' Roses, they're like, well, duh. But it was such a huge album when it came out in 87. It blew my mind, dude. I'm like, wow. Like, the sound is just different. Like, Axel's voice was just different. And it just, every song on that album just was incredible. I loved it. I probably wore that tape out at least once. Just listen to it over and over and over again always in the headphones always in the stereo so the aquanet minute this week and i don't even need to go over the hits on that album everybody knows them from paradise city sweet child of mine welcome to the jungle my michelle mr brownstone like everything on that album is just a 10 i love it i'm not a huge guns and roses fan anymore like i wouldn't go out of my way to go see him in concert but that album specifically is just a gem from the hair metal era. So, Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses. Is that one of your top five favorite albums of all time? I think so. I, I would have to sit down, really, and make a list. But Appetite for Destruction, when it came out, was... Man, it, the look of the band, the videos they were putting out, Axel's voice, Slash's just gnarly guitar... Everything about it was just perfect. And on top of that, every song on the album was a 10. I love that album literally from start to finish. And I can't say that about a lot of albums, but I love every song on that album. I really do. It's it's so good. And again, it's one that I listen to a ton. And I don't like to pick those 
because everybody knows it. But it's one that if you haven't listened to it in a while, go back and listen to it. It is so good. So Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses, that is the Aquanet Minute. To the guys that are looking for the, the unknowns, I apologize this week. I promised a big hitter. And that was that's one of the biggest ones, too, from the hair metal era. I can't wait till the Aquanet Minute is over and you get to start the uh, flannel minute in the grunge of the 90s. You know, I can't do it because that's what killed hair metal. But I was thinking, giving some old school rap albums some love. Ooh. So we might have to do like the beatbox minute or something. Ooh. Public Enemy? Of course. Oh, yeah. I'm all here for it. So you'll be DJ Jazzy Jeff, <laughs> and I'll be the fresh cringe. <laughs> See, it's not copyrighted because it's Jeff with one F. Exactly. There's not two Fs in that. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff and the cringe. And the fresh cringe. Oh, man. Oh, you're, The cringe is going to be out next week at Stockton Con, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I'm not meeting anybody that was a childhood hero. Okay. Right? The Fashion Police, Darby Allen. Penta. Rikishi. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to buy a Rikishi. I don't have a Rikishi figure, so I have nothing to get signed. Um, but none of those are childhood heroes to me. So it's going to be, thank you for the autograph. And that's that. Moving oh, okay. On. Okay. No cringe moments unless like I'm standing next to you and you start a weird conversation and then I feel the need to like interject something stupid. <laughs> like I like lamp. <laughs> I'm going to be getting the card case signed by Rikishi, by the way. Oh, okay. Good call, dude. Yeah, so he can sign Fatu. Very, very good call. Okay. Yep. But wait, why wouldn't you get his Hall of Champions signed? Well, I'm going to probably get that one too. Oh, you're getting a couple then. Okay. So I'm also like you going to do the boss fight Penta. Yep. Can't wait to get that one signed. Uh, Going to do the Elite Fashion Police. Nice. A- and then Shannon's Darby Allen figure, I'll get that signed. Which, by the way, I had to hit you up on email today. I went on to AEW shop just to see if they had a Darby Allen figure because I know you were looking one for the or for one for the signing. They had an autographed Chase Darby Allen. I wasn't looking at the price; I was looking at the signature. Uh huh. <laughs> I've currently got an autograph up on the wall from Dean Ambrose, and we've talked about it a lot. The autograph is D A. Right? He put a big D, a big A. Move the package along. Next autograph. <laughs> Hold on, you said big D and package in the same sentence, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> I also said big A. <laughs> I guess Scott's working blue. <laughs> so I look at Darby Allen's signature, and wouldn't you know it, D A. Yep. Oh man, here we go again. I had a uh, feeling you were gonna go that route because. Uh, it was funny. I Somebody got Darby Allen's autograph and I was happy for him because they were a huge fan of him. And they're all, dude, check out the autograph. And all I saw was DA. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> like it just brought back memories of Reno yes. and, and meeting Dean Ambrose. And I was like, oh no. You know, I start sweating, sitting in a corner, shaking, rocking back and forth. <laughs> That's and I think that was like a $40 autograph too. Dude, it was. And here I'm about to pay like 30 bucks to Darby Allen to do it again. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Although the worst probably has to be Velveteen Dream. Oh, don't even get me started on that. (laughs) The letter V. Thank you for your $40, sir. Keep moving. Scott, we need to get into WWE Elite Series 42 and the nostalgia segment. What do you say? Let's do it.
Scott, before we jump into WWE Elite Series 42, uh, of course, we want you guys to go check out WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Over there, they have every figure and new ones that are coming up. They have the renderings. They have the prototype figures. They have it all over at Wrestling Figure Database. You can follow along with Scott tonight as he reads off the list for WWE Elite Series 42. So go find WWE, go find the Elite section, and look for 42, and sit back and reminisce about these figures. So again, that's WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. Scott, what you got for WWE Elite Series 42 that came out in 2016? Yes, sir. Mattel WWE Elite Series 42 consisted of Kalisto, and Kalisto was in his black and red gear, and he included an aerial action stand and an entrance mask accessory. Next up, the Nasty Boys, Jerry Sags and Brian Knobs, both included their entrance coats and their sunglasses. Next up, Neville, and he was in his purple gear, and he also included a purple entrance cape accessory. Triple H, and this would have been Triple H from WrestleMania Play Button, Jeff, that both you and I were at. Yep. And Triple H included his helmet and entrance armor from his entrance at WrestleMania Play Button. Those were his accessories. And last but certainly not least, Xavier Woods, King Xavier Woods. He was in his blue and white gear. He included an entrance vest and his trombone. Jeff, do you remember the name of that trombone? Oh, God damn it. Um, uh, nope, that's not the name, but you're not even close. Oh, crap. Uh, that's not it either. Uh, oh God. It was a female. It was a female. It name. was, yes. Warmer. Warmer. Uh, no, it wasn't warmer. Um, it kind of sounds like a soda. Joda. Jada. <laughs> Pep, pep, Mepsi, uh, Moke, Moke, Prite, uh, Sunfist. <laughs> crap, I forgot the name of the trombone. What was it? Francesca. Yeah, that does sound like a soda. Well, Fresca would be the soda that yeah, kind of sounds like. Yes. Thank you, Scott. I forgot. Didn't You're he, very welcome. Didn't he come out with Francesca 2 or something like that? Yeah, because the first one got broken. I think maybe it was the Dudleys that broke it. I don't remember. But yeah, he had another one that uh, that he ended up playing later. And if I'm not mistaken, Jeff, when we were on Bourbon Street in 2018 for WrestleMania 34, uh-huh. somebody had a trombone on Bourbon Street. Yes. Yes. I don't know if that was Francesca. I don't know if that was Xavier Woods playing Francesca, but it was very, very cool. It was very similar. Yes, very much so. And in fact, I think they were playing New Day Rocks on it too. Actually, the only similarity is that it was a trombone. That's it. Okay. <laughs> but it, it was made cooler by being on Bourbon Street. By the way, how many figures of these this series do I have signed, Scott? Nasty Boys. Yep. Because Brian Knobs gave you the flu. Allegedly. And I'm going to say those are the only two. You are correct. Very good. Dude. Oh, hey, now I think that's the first week I've gotten it right. Yep. Uh, yes. Met Jerry Sags and Brian Knobs over at WrestleCon in Orlando for WrestleMania 33. Brian Knobs looked like death. Uh, he, he looked horrible, but he still showed up and he signed the figure. He used my paint pen and I might have caught the flu off that thing. I don't know, dude. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. So it could have been that. It could have been the coughing kid on the plane to Orlando from Denver. Ooh. It could have been that. Um, 
Yeah, there was numerous places I could have caught the flu. Yeah. Yeah, I know, because when you take the paint pen back from the performer, you have a really bad habit of sniffing and licking it. So my <laughs> guess is if you did catch it, that would have been exactly how you got it. I did that only one time, and it was after Lita used the paint pen. Is that so weird? <laughs> is that so weird? Come on now. No, I think a lot of people would be like, yeah, okay, I, I get it. Anyways, yes, I do have those two figures. Not a bad series. Actually, some strong names and good figures in this. The Nasty Boys were really well done. Even with the jackets being Polly Pocket style, what really made those figures was the sunglasses being the Nasty Boys, kind of the paint thrown onto the glasses. That's what really made them. Neville was okay. Triple H looked great. And Xavier was just okay. But Nasty Boys and Triple H and even Kalisto, I thought Kalisto was well done, uh, made this series. Yeah, very, very strong. And it's funny because here we go again. These are ones that we talked about before or when they came out. We were kind of previewing these figures and then they came out. We talked about them. It's just funny how now, you know, six years later almost, here they are at the forefront of the show again. I agree with you. The Nasty Boys by far and away are my favorites in this set. Absolutely love them. Spoiler alert, the next series has a tag team in it as well. And I'm always a fan when they put a tag team in an elite assortment they did it with the Nasty Boys here. The Polly Pocket coats made sense. They look really good on the figures. Maybe Pleather would have been cooler, but given that they've never, Mattel has never given us Pleather, we got to settle for Polly Pocket. It looks great. Like you said, the sunglasses, awesome. True ring gear, love those figures so much. The Neville is cool. The Triple H is cool because it was from a WrestleMania entrance. You're right, Jeff. Very, very strong assortment from Mattel on this one, but the Nasty Boys, runaway winners on this one. All right, let's head down those eBay listings. Kalisto with the entrance mask and the aerial action stand last sold eBay listing was December 17th for $55. Did not see that one coming. 55 for a Kalisto, wow. 55 for a Kalisto. Brian Nobbs with the jacket and the Nasty Boy sunglasses last sold eBay listing November 28th for $15.50. $15? $15.50. Somebody got a steal on that one. I looked over a lot of the other eBay sold listings, and they were all running between about 15 and 20. You're kidding. Carded? Carded. That's weird to me because, I mean, not like the Nasty Boys are the greatest tag team ever, but given that this was their only release from Mattel, and there are a lot of completionists out there, or even people that want to have like loose figures of a certain era, I would think those things would be going around 40, 50 bucks at least. And they're way better than the Jax Classics. Oh, for sure. I mean, not to take anything away from the Jax Classics. Those are great as well. But yeah, these are definitely better figures. I'm really shocked at that price. And let's let's not throw the great term around with those Jax Classics. Like the Jerry Sags, he had the jacket on, but he also had painted arms. Yes. Okay. You're right. And then Brian Nobbs, if you go and look at that figure, he has huge hands. Like, those are hands made for Andre the Giant. <laughs> like, way oversized hands on that on that Brian Nobbs figure. Doctor, I've got a little swelling in my hands. It's very strange. <laughs> Jerry Sags with the also with the entrance jacket and the Nasty Boy sunglasses. Last sold eBay listing October 5th for $27.99. Neville with the purple entrance cape. Ugh. Last sold eBay <laughs> listing, December 14th for $9.99. We almost had a Neville line. Oh, man. But yeah, I agree with you, Jeff. Just yuck. The figure by itself is fine. 
but them bringing him up from NXT, throwing him in with that ridiculous gimmick was just yuck. Mizdow still holds the Mizdow line with the lowest price ever. Oh, sad. Triple H from WrestleMania 31 or play button as Scott likes to term it with the Terminator 2 helmet entrance armor. Last sold eBay listing October 25th for $15.49. Okay. Yeah. It, but again, too, maybe driving these prices that they were pretty plentiful out there. True. Yeah. There were a lot of these on the pegs. And last, Xavier Woods with the entrance vest with the trombone. Last sold eBay listing December 23rd for $85. What? 85 I, for an Xavier Woods? Dude, I have no idea on that one. Well, this is what I'm talking about, right? Like, Sags and Knobs, the Nasty Boys. This is the only time Mattel released them. Correct. That's it. Xavier Woods has had approximately 110 figures from Mattel. Roughly. Roughly. That's a rough estimate. Yes. And this one in, in particular, this one specifically, $85. Yes. Yes. Has to be because of Francesca. People are paying 85 bucks for a goddamn trombone. Yes. Goddamn, yes. kid. I have no other theory. Nobody can figure this one out. But because there's better Xavier figures, too. Oh, agreed. The face on this wasn't the best. I mean, it was okay, but was it short-packed or something? I don't know. I remember seeing it a lot. Yes. Here we go. This this actually uh, bodes well for your Reho prediction earlier. <laughs> Good call, dude. <laughs> Scott, that rounds out WWE Elite Series 42. We've got the listener segment up next. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen to the listeners. Scott, first question comes in from Justin Summers. Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is once again Justin Summers from Wrestling Cheers with my bi-weekly question. Before we get into the question at hand, uh, I want to give you my top five figures of the year, but I'm going to give them as only figures that I bought. Uh, number five, I have AEW Unrivaled Series 1, Brett Baker, with her being someone that I watched from a very early on stage for her. I believe it was within her first year to seeing her now get a figure. Number four, I got elite 85 comma right around the time it was released. Uh, Charles Wright had a booking and AIW and I got it in the mail literally the day before the show. So I was really excited to get it signed. Number three, legends 11 bam, bam Bigelow. This was one of those ones for me that, I kept seeing a lot of people buying it and I got a little bit of a uh, fig pressure to want to go buy some myself. Uh, number two, I have an order of mechanical pencils. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that would be the fan takeover Johnny Gargano uh, being someone who collects Johnny Gargano figures. Uh, and now I guess I could say I have the, the entire set, at least the entire set of WWE Johnny Gargano figures. So. The fact that his last figure was an elite did make me happy because the one before that was a basic. And number one, Legends 11, Macho Man, and The Chase. Love both the figures. Uh, the fact that I actually got my hands on The Chase really made me happy too. Also, really quick, I'm going to go over my top five micro brawlers from this year. And again, only ones that I bought. Number five, Brody Lee. That was another one. As soon as, you know, that was 
announced went on sale, I had to get me a Brody micro brawler. Number four is the first Danhausen. It would be higher, but a spoiler alert, the second one is higher. Number three, Terry Funk, the bloody Terry Funk. Number two, kind of a complicated one. It's the entire Macho Man set that went on sale in what, like two hour increments. So like there's like the set of six and then there's there is a bonus seventh one that you can get. I love them all. Uh, I'm missing three of them and I kind of need to get them to complete my set and go with my Macho Man collection. And number one, obviously, already said it, the Danhausen number two. I have three of them. Uh, two are signed and one is opened. And uh, of the two that are signed, one he's facing forward and the other one, because of the great thing about the new micro brawlers, uh, they come in a, a case that you can take it out and put it back in. So I have the other one where Danhausen is turned around and you see the back of the cape. All right. Really, really quick question. And it goes from last month uh, with it being Christmas and everything. It's a new question I thought of for the Wrestling Cheers Fay 5. Uh, and I'm going to try it out on you guys here, just like I did on social media. In Home Alone, who was worse? Buzz, Kevin's older brother, or Uncle Frank? I'm not sure where you guys stand on this movie, whether you've seen it, uh, huge fans of it or, or not. But obviously there's not. Give me uh, your thoughts on my my top five and votes, which is only figures I bought. And uh, non-wrestling favorite figure of the year. I'm just doing one. And that is the Funko re-release of... Turbo Band. That will do it for me this week. Thank you for everything you guys do. You guys are great. I love you so much. Take care. I'll talk to you in two weeks. Later. Thank you so much, Justin. We always look forward to your bi-weekly question. Uh, Buzz was a dick, dude. Buzz was the worst. He was, but I'm going to go Uncle Frank. And the reason being is because Buzz gets my sympathy vote for Kevin shooting his starting lineups. Oh, that's a good twist right there with a twist. Because it, it, with a twist. So because that happened, Uncle Frank gets my vote. Calls him a little jerk for spilling. Like, come on. Like, I understand getting frustrated, but calling a kid a little jerk for spilling. You're an a-hole, Uncle Frank. Yeah, mom and dad didn't even get mad at me when I dropped a whole gallon of milk on the carpet and it stunk for like two weeks. You know what's hilarious? I just told that story the other day to Christy, Janet's sister. <laughs> Uh -huh. I just told that story to everybody and they had never heard it before. <laughs> Do you remember what we were watching when I did that? I think it was WrestleMania 12. Dude, very good. Thank you. I remember it because <laughs> you walked in, decided you were going to juggle this one thing of a gallon of milk. <laughs> and you're like, hey, look at me. I'm cool juggling guy that's never juggled in my life. But this gallon of milk looks interesting. You threw it up in the air. Down it came. It must have had condensation on it because it slipped right through your hands and landed on the carpeted floor and exploded everywhere. It was on the closet door. It was on the stairs. It was on mom. It was on me. Oh, dude, I thought mom was going to rip your throat out. She still talks about that to this day. I do, too. I just, like I said, I just told that story the other night. I'm so happy you brought that up. Shannon's going to die when she hears this. That's hella funny. Uh, good <laughs> Good top five, man. You know what? Now that I'm looking back at your top five, number four with comma, that was an excellent figure, and I probably should have had that on my notables.
So the excellent job with those uh, with that one. Uh, fan takeover Johnny Gargano is an excellent figure. I didn't even think of that one when going over my figures of the year. I don't know if it would have cracked my notables, but it it is an excellent figure. So the micro brawlers. I only got. Jeez, I only think I got three this past year, and I think it was Dynamite Kid, Brody Lee, and one of the millions of Macho Mans that was given away. Yeah, great list, Justin. I like the twist of only figures that you bought. That actually kind of makes it a true top 10 because those are the ones you can speak to. Uh, Can't personally speak on any micro brawlers. That's one for me that I had to just give up. I couldn't keep going on those or try to even really deep dive on them because, again, just budget only allows so much, but I do love those micro brawlers. Those things are sweet. All right, Scott, quick. Uh, Justin said non-wrestling figure was Turbo Man. What was your favorite figure that is non-wrestling from this past year? A non-wrestling favorite figure from this past year is the Zartan San Diego Comic-Con exclusive from the G.I. Joe Classified line. The box on it, incredible. And, you know, packaging goes a long way with me, as we talked about last week with the Sergeant Slaughter SDCC. So I guess I'm getting to be kind of a predictable animal with the SDCC figures holding my favorite spots quite often. Uh, But that Zartan is just, it's awesome. The accessories that come with them from the alternate heads to the packaging with the little spin the wheel deal on it. Absolutely love that. So that's my favorite outside of wrestling. Can't argue with that one, man. Some of the turtles that I got were really good, but I think I'm going to have to agree with you. The Zartan, like you said, packaging goes a long way. It really does. It really does. Hasbro nailed it. It's so good, I can't even cut the tape on the side to even open it up. (laughs) I had to open at least the cardboard box to see the packaging job they did on it. Was not disappointed. (laughs) I think it was ring skirts that thought I was joking when I said that, but... Oh, no, no. This is not a joke, folks. Like, it's... The addiction is real. Or some might call it a sickness. It is a sickness. Either way. (laughs) Either way. (laughs) Justin, you know we love you over here, man. And then... Hopefully this year, maybe we can get you on the show to kind of kick it with us for a little bit. He says he wants to be on the show, so I don't see why not. That'd be a blast. Thank you again, Justin. Scott, next question comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that weekly submission. I know Christmas is long over by the time you two read this, but I wanted to share with you guys what wrestling figures I ordered from RSC using the Christmas cash. First up, the AEW pop-up stage. I knew he was going to get that, dude. <laughs> Wait, what? That's weird. <laughs> no surprise there. You guys know how much I love playsets and give Jazzwares credit. They really went all out on this one. Next up is Drew McIntyre Survivor Series 2020 Elite. I'm finally diving into the AEW line with MJF's Unrivaled Series 2 figure. Seamus Elite 84. I needed a new Seamus figure as my old Elite's chest is stuck. A commemorative playset from Ringside. And finally, Angel Garza's Elite 84. That's funny, dude. I knew JT was going to get that pop-up stage the second they came out with it. Of course. No, and it's a great choice, too. That thing is pretty cool. Speaking of stages, man, is this year the year that we get our S- our uh, stage from Mattel Creations? They did say anything was possible. You know, and, and again, it's going to be up to us if they do make that thing available what we saw, that thing is huge and it's not going to be cheap. No. Their their 250 price point that they had for this last one, the new generation, that was a ring. And when it first came out, it was a ring and what, one figure? And then they sweetened the pot with the Macho Man and then we got the unlockables. Yep. Um, that was 250. That stage, if it has all the bells and whistles that we saw in New Orleans, that thing's probably going to be at least three bills 
maybe four, maybe even 350. It might be $100 more, but that thing is big. There's a lot of cool features on it. It's going to be worth every penny. And they did say everything is possible. You know, if this first one gets backed, who knows what's next? So it, it this could be the year. We'll find out probably May, June. Uh, but man, uh, part of me wants it to be, but the other part really wants that raw ring with Iron Mike Tyson. I'm really looking forward to Mattel Creations this year, dude. I just have a feeling, not only are we getting retros from Mattel Creations, but I'm really looking forward to what they give us for that next surprise for Mattel Creations that we have the option to back or not back. Yeah, I'm backing it. (laughs) I honestly don't really care what it is. I just like that they're giving back to the fans here. And when we are always hooting and hollering and yelling for stuff, you guys should make this, you guys should make that. They're actually stepping up and giving us the opportunity to put our money where our mouth is. And, you know, if it's something that I've clamored for, I'm 100% going to back it. Scott, that rounds out episode 312. We want you guys to head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com if you are on the hunt for any loose or carded figures of LJN's Gloobs, Hasbro's Just Toys Bendoms, Defining Moments, and Retros. Check out the prices on there. See if you're getting a fair deal head on over to wrestlingtoytracker.com also we want you guys to check out our podcasting buddies of course we'll start off with breaker and bane but the one i really wanted to tell you guys to go listen to dobro was on you know it's fake right and it was an excellent listen love you dobro absolutely we love you man but go listen to this episode it was such a fun listen if you want that shot of positivity you want to go listen to that episode on you know it's fake right also travis and breaker over at the tb toy cast eric and barry had a watch along of royal rumble 2001 this past week they're in royal rumble season doing watch alongs now i love it drew carey came out in it Oh, that was the Drew Carey one. Okay. Yep. So go back and listen to that. Listen to our buddies over at Doing the Favor and also check out their website, doingthefavor.com. Also, we want you to check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I know by the time our show comes out, he'll have a new show out. So go check it out. I don't know what it is yet, but I always enjoy listening to it every single week. Another one I enjoy listening to is the Chick Foley Show with Seth, Sheena, and Marco. I always enjoy listening to that one. You heard Justin earlier from Wrestling Cheers. Justin, we love you, man. Also, check out our buddy RJ over at Ringside Rant. Marty and Rucker are doing boot to the face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? Yes, give us a follow at Wrestling underscore Drunk. The show that dropped this past Friday had everything to do with the great barbershop window incident that solidified Sean as a true heel, and he started his career as one of the best singles wrestlers in the history of wrestling. Some may argue the best of all time, but that's the event that kicked it off. We talked about it on this past week's show. Because we're drunk wrestling history, we're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. So wait, let's talk about last week's show. Did you get in any trouble out of curiosity? Nope. All right, that's good. None. Zero. Why? Because Shannon didn't listen. Oh, but when she does go to play catch-up... Nah, nah, she's not going to do that. Okay. No, she won't do that. All right. So yeah, she's, she's completely missed what was talked about on that show until she listens to this show. Then you might be right. She go, may go play catch-up. So let's move on quickly. Move on. <laughs> Bring up something else. Smoke bomb. <laughs> 
<laughs> Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling is the next podcast I want you guys to go check out. And every single day, Brian Buzz does trivia with Buzz. Scott, roll call. Yes, going to throw it out to the great, super talented, amazing Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. If you want to get in touch with him, head over to doyledraws.com. That's D-O-Y-L-E draws.com. You can get a commission from him. He'll do some artwork for you. It's amazing. You will not be disappointed. You can check out his custom Hasbros. Those are pretty sweet too. But again, DoyleDraws.com. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call. All right. We've got to try these new Taco Bell chicken wings, by the way. Yes. I've got to get my Taco Bell app sorted. I'm having an issue logging in and I'm not. It's making me anxious. (laughs) Right. I haven't had Taco Bell in like, I don't know, four days. And I wasn't able to use my app last time. I could use it to order, but I didn't have my rewards on there. That's what's making me anxious. I don't like it at all, but I did go on the app right before we started recording. The wings are up, so they'll be up for a week. Gotta try them. It's happening. It's happening. This is not a drill. Yes, they are (laughs) live right now. You can get them on the app. Uh, Definitely worth a try. They look pretty good. I'm not expecting anything much from them. It'll kind of be like, I'm going to get my normal stuff, and then I'll just get wings for the family to share. And if they're super good, I'll just drive right back to Taco Bell and get more. By the way, dude, you and I need to start an OnlyFans. People are making a lot of money on there, so you and I have to start it. Hmm. Okay. Do they have clean versions of OnlyFans where we can just like show pictures of figures or something? Or are we needing to like show our armpits or something? (laughs) How does this work? There is a fetish for everything, right? Here's my 18-inch Hulk Hogan figure and my (laughs) armpit. In my armpit? <laughs> no, and my... Oh, oh, in armpit. Okay, now you're talking. Somebody might be into that. There's a fetish for everything. Remember that. Hmm. We got to start generating money, dude. He put that Hulk Hogan LJN where? <laughs> Wasn't it Breaker that said that there was a Repo Man figure placed in someone? <laughs> yes. In. <laughs> In would be the key word. Yes, there was a Repo Man Hasbro figure placed in someone in WWE. Well, hopefully it was feet first. Oh, because the arms. arms straight up overhead <laughs> or even arms at side. Like, that's a head first baby, folks. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Boy, this took a random turn. <laughs> You're the one that brought it up. I'm just trying to figure out ways to get money, dude. <laughs> We have plenty. We're fine. We do? We're loaded. (laughs) All of our sponsors, all the shirts we sell, we're (laughs) loaded. We're fine. We can get one of those new metal tin roof things you were talking about. 70K? No problem. Give me 10 of them. I'm baller. Scott, for episode 312, anything else? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig Lessons 2016. And happy toy hunting. I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 312. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, yeah. Fully hosable. Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. 
fully poseable Thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the kings